This is Learn From Others, where we interview a cross-section of successful individuals so you can learn from their experiences, achievements, and even their mistakes. We ask four questions that will educate and inspire. Greg Stanley will be your guide as we join our guests on a journey from adolescent daydreaming to success in today's world. Join us on this adventure as we learn from others together. Well, welcome to Learn From Others, where we help others succeed by sharing success. I'm very excited to introduce our special guest today, Jack Gibson. Jack, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. I appreciate you coming on today. Well, before you tell us what you're actually doing today, if you would, could you tell me, what did you want to be when you grew up? Well, I was always telling my parents I was going to be a you know Major League Baseball player. I, I lived and breathed baseball all throughout you know, my younger years. And then, you know, I got to a point in high school, where I realized that I'm not that good. So <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta figure something else out. So what was that point? Did you injure yourself? Or were you just not swinging the bat like you hoped you would? What was that point like? Well, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just I had a real off year. And I got benched the whole year. And I was in, you know, with the older kids, you know, it was like two years above. So, I, you know, the coach, the both co- head coaches of the baseball team, their sons were on the team. And, you know, I, I feel even like looking back on it, I was every bit as good as athletic wise as they were, but of course they, they played their own kids, which, you know, I can't blame them. But right. That's how it went down. So when that happened, I'm like, I need to, I need to find a different sport. So. <laughs> well, it's probably good that that happened at an earlier age versus, you know, college or later, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm very grateful that I didn't, make it in sports because there's you know there's so many if you look at the statistics with 70 percent of all you know major league players uh, nfl players all professional athletes go broke within a couple of years after being done so i'm glad that you know i didn't have to go through that experience probably would have right yeah for sure well if you would tell us what do you do today well i have two different companies um you know when i was young in college i read a book called rich dad poor dad by Robert Kiyosaki, and in the book he talked about the concept of building up a business, and he's, he often talks about network marketing, multi-level marketing, um, as what it's called today, and what people would commonly hear it referred to as. And he said, do, do a business like that, where you can create a passive income stream and build up a business with excess cash flow, and then take that excess cash flow and invest it into real estate said the typical young college student, high school student is pretty much told by most of their parents, teachers, society, like go to school, study hard, get good grades, and then get a job, work your way up through that job, and then invest into stocks in a 401k. And, you know, if you really look at how wealth is created and, and how wealthy people study wealth, study the money game, it's really not how it's really made. You know, a true, real true, like lasting generational wealth to give you a really nice lifestyle and be able to pass it on to your kids as well. So I, um, I made the commitment, you know, when I was 19, that's what I was going to do. So I started uh, in nutrition and multi-level marketing, uh, built up a business down today that does annually over 12 million in sales. Wow. Still to, that business is going strong today. It's, it's still a part-time slash full-time business. And then um, I also have a real estate company called High Return Real Estate, and we fix and flip real estate to um, other and sell performing assets to other investors. So that's where we're at. Yeah. So tell me, I, I think we're, we're going to have this as a health coach as far as your profession, but obviously you're an entrepreneur 
you have that mindset of growing a business from nothing. So if you would kind of talk about how did you grow it? Like, was it your network that you really started to expand? Were there certain business practices you implemented to make it successful? Can you kind of talk about how you were able to grow that to such a successful business? Yeah, so I'm 40, almost 42 uh, as of right now. And so that was 23, almost 23 years ago, right? So systems, you know, advertising, marketing, technology, everything was just, it's just like worlds apart from where we are today. So when I first started, I mean, it was just old school, putting flyers out at the Walmart parking lot on cars, putting <laughs> right. ads in, in newspapers, putting, I mean, nobody does that anymore, really. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and then, you know, drove around at night so I wouldn't get caught by the police putting signs up on telephone poles you know, for people to call, driving around. I just drove to, because to, I was doing business out of my dorm, so I would actually drive to other people's houses to do the appointments, set them up on a nutrition program, and then, you know, did all the coaching over the phone. And then they got results. I mean, they, you know, lost weight, had more energy, felt better. They would start referring their friends, family, neighbors. So uh, I remember one time my back was against the wall, and I think most entrepreneurs are going to have this happen probably multiple times throughout their entrepreneurial journey, where you're just got to figure out a way to get resourceful. But I was out of money. I I'd kind of mismanaged the, the seed money that I'd started with, and I was basically broke. So I took my CD collection down to the, at that time, there was actual like CD stores, right? So right, right. I know they're, they're gone <laughs> today. They're obsolete. But I sold my collection. I got like 60 bucks. I took that money, went in to the Hillsdale Daily News. That's where I went to school in Michigan and put an ad in the paper with that money. And that's how I got the the client that ended up leading me to you know, a, a, multi, a million dollar, even multi-million dollar business within the two, three years of that point. That's, um, I always look back, I'm like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't so much the, I don't think it was the technique, which a lot of people today we focus on in business, which is important. You know, what technique are you doing? Are you using Facebook ads? Are you using Instagram? Are you using, what, what's the strategy, selling strategy, marketing strategy, right? But to me, it was the concept of being willing to do whatever it took and having your back against the wall and completely selling out everything just to be able to keep pursuing that that goal and that dream and that's what separates you know proverbially the men from the boys right right that's, that's how you, you really want to play the game of entrepreneurialism you've got to be willing to go all in yeah and you mentioned that you also are in the real estate world with one of our previous guests Jeff Schechter Shecky typically I ask what is your typical work week like but since you're wearing kind of two hats here what is your health coach work week look like and then how did that free you up in order to pursue some real estate yeah you know the, the great thing about the health coaching business is that the low cost to entry so you know i got in i got started that for 200 bucks and now today our model has really morphed into more where we're opening up nutritional um like a store we call it a nutrition club but you, you think of it like a, a smoothie cafe. So people come in and we serve them, uh, you know, fat burning tea. They get a healthy, you know, meal replacement smoothie. Then we use that as a platform to offer them other products, supplementations, and one-on-one -on -one coaching. And then we even enter them into, you know, before and after con pictures like a body transformation challenge. So that that business is really more of a leadership role for me at this stage, where I'm, I'm just helping to guide uh, the, the sales team that we've built up. You know, we have almost 100 locations now that we've opened up throughout the, the Midwest. Wow. That's growing. They're, I mean, we're opening up, it seems like, one or two a week. So it's really just 
making sure that the uh, systems and the platform is, is really strong to facilitate those young entrepreneurs. Most of them are that are coming in are you know college age or just out of college type age that are coming in. That's an it's, you know, it's attractive model for various reasons for that age group. And then you know today, I mean, when about four or five years ago, I, I was doing very well in you know the nutrition business and. I needed a place to invest the money. My stocks had just dropped like a rock, and I realized that I don't want to live the rest of my life just investing into stocks that I don't control the outcome. Right. I was on a. I had just invested into a stock where I was pretty confident, based on the earnings report that was going to be coming out, that the stock would go up. Well, you know, another hedge fund investor gets on the on the earnings call. He has three questions. And it appeared like he was going to short the stock. The stock dropped out of fear by like 30, 40%. So now I'm, I'm like, man, like that's crazy. A good company, good sales, strong earnings. One person gets on that's manipulating the stock, did it. And, you know, I end up losing, you know, quite a bit of money. So I said, look, I, I need to figure out something else. So that's when I dove headfirst into real estate because I could be more in control. It's more of a stable investment. And um, I started buying up rental properties in Indianapolis as one of the top five cash flow markets in the country. And then I started getting great returns. When I'm excited about something, I believe in something. When it's working for me, I feel like I can pitch it pretty well to other people. <laughs> right, and right. so I started sending friends, family, neighbors, colleagues, people that I built up the trust factor over the last 20 years. They started investing in drones, and I sold five million my first twelve months in cash real estate. And then I realized, you know, like wow, I like I can really grow a significant business here. This could be really could be scaled up if I had the right uh, business partner. So that's when I recruited Shecky, and he has the digital marketing skills. So he came in fifty-fifty partnership, and he provided the. Uh, system structure, digital marketing, website development, that sort of stuff to really scale our company to people that we don't know all across America and even internationally. So with his, you know, partnership, we've we've grown the company and I think we've done 200 some, maybe 250. I'd have to go back and I need to count it up, but we've right. done about 200, 250 property flips so far. So wow. it's been lots of, lots of huge ups and downs because you know, there's a lot of sharks in the real estate business that I kind of went in naive and, and to that business, you know, thinking that people were a lot more trustworthy than they actually are. So, yeah, that's where we're at today. Typical day, time I get up till the time I go to bed and a couple hours carved out for the kids and uh, 30, 40 minutes carved out for a workout. Other than that, it's just grind all day. I mean, it, entrepreneurialism, you know, I just posted about this on my Facebook page. I just felt like it was a message that there was a lot of people that needed to hear it, but I said, look, uh, you don't want to be, you want to be successful as an entrepreneur. I mean, there's, it's called W O R K. It's the work. It's, it's work. I get up. A lot of times I don't want to wake up. A lot of times I wake up negative in the first thing in the morning. I'm human just like everybody else. And um, I got to figure out how to switch my mindset as quickly as possible, get into action. And then I grind out until I, you know, go to bed at night and, you know, it's, just over and over and over again. And I get right. the energy and the passion from, you know, the, the vision that I have for being able to make an impact and, and build something special, build a company and hungry, just a, a hungry for success. That's, 
That's really what people have to have. They have to have that hunger. Yeah. No, that's a great way to look at it. If you're hungry for success, you don't mind getting up and doing what you need to do when you do it. So it can right. be it can be struggling. It can be hard sometimes. So <laughs> oh, yeah. that's for sure. As a reminder, you can check out all previous episodes at learnfromothers.org. And if you're an educator or a student, you can search for podcasts by Career Cluster. So we learned what you wanted to be when you grew up, which was an MLB baseball player, and what you actually do today. So looking back on your whole career, what would you do differently? The biggest thing I'd say, if I I could look at in the real estate business, I would say trust but verify. Mm. We really almost took our company under by partnering up with some bad people that did not share the same character um, that we do, didn't have the same core values of how they feel that other people should be treated. And you can talk all day long, but what really separates you is what do you actually do? I mean, you can say that you want to take care of people, but how do your actions show it when things don't go that well and you need to make some tough decisions that don't benefit you personally, that actually could, you know, could hurt you, but they are what's the right thing to do. Right. So right. we, you know, we had to really look at, when that all happened with some uh, lots of different is lots of different people. It wasn't just one main culprit, right? We had to look at it and say, look, whose fault is it? And whose responsibility is it to fix it? Well, it's their fault. They didn't rehab the property. We paid them to do work. They didn't do the work, all that. It's their fault. But whose responsibility is it? Well, we have to take responsibility to fix it because they surely will not. So we just dove in and took full responsibility and got all, you know, our investors as whole as we possibly could and um, just figured out a way to mitigate every situation that came up and do what's right. And then, you know, we're, we're staring at uh, and probably will be an enormous 2020 that we're walking into um, in terms of sales and profitability because of I, I feel like we've done the right thing in the last 24 months. Yeah, so you learned a, sounds like a pretty hard lesson that cost you significantly, but thankfully you were able to recover and you're stronger than ever now. Yeah, as long as it doesn't knock you completely out of the game, then you know, you're, still, you're still standing and fighting, then that's where you want to be. Because if you get completely knocked out of the game, then you don't, like, you can't recover. So that's where entrepreneurs, you know, they do... We're aggressive by nature, but we also, at some points, we need to exercise a certain level of caution in who we decide to do business with, because that's ultimately who we who we partner with and who we align ourselves with is is really going to make a make or break us along the along the lines of the entrepreneurial continuum. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now let's talk to the student directly, the one that wants to do what you do, so you can define this as. An entrepreneur, someone in the health space as a health coach, you could talk about as a real estate investor. You could, you have a lot of different directions to go in here. What advice would you give a college student that would like to do kind of what you're doing? Well, I mean, there's plenty of opportunity that you know we have. You know, I'm 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 looking for people that are young and hungry that want to partner with me in the health coaching space. Like I'm, I need to continually look at growing that empire, that team, and I love. You know, at this point, we don't need the money, and and I don't need I don't really need anybody. It's more of a fulfillment game at this point, right? Being able to, you know, help people that are young to, to kind of duplicate the same level of success that I have and be able to kind of carve their own future out and create a, a life of abundance and, you know, uh, I call it designing and living an extraordinary life. Like, that's what gives me the fulfillment because, you know, success comes from what you get, right? That's right. that's all the, the money you make and the business that you develop and the accolades and awards you get. But fulfillment comes from what you give. And I I want both. 
I don't want to just be 100% all fulfillment. Yeah, I mean, I think Mother Teresa is an amazing human, and her life was spent uh, giving to others, and that's that's awesome. I want that to be a part of what I do, but I also want success as well. Like, I want to have both. I want to have success and fulfillment. So uh, that's where I that's where you know mentoring and training and working with the the younger entrepreneurs. Uh, you know, because I started off in that same area, and I needed somebody to mentor me. So I love pay, I love paying it forward. Like college students that you know they're just they're in college or they're even in high school or coming out of college that that younger age range. You know, you got to look at businesses that you can that you can dive into that you really are excited about that they're, you're you're passionate about. Because that way, if you're if you're really excited about the concept and the and the vision of what you're doing, then Look, you can. It does. It's not going to feel the 12-hour, 14-hour days. It's not going to feel like work. It's going to be like, it's the work is your is your place, so to speak. So uh, I would also be looking at businesses you can get into that don't require a a huge amount of capital that you can really put your you know some sweat equity into growing them and not be so capital intensive. I mean, real estate to really play the game right is a very capital, you know, you need a lot of cash, you know, in, in the way, especially the way that, you know, we're doing it. And so that's something that you're probably at a young age, unless you have a, a like a trust that was passed on to you, you you're going to have to really work at accumulating the capital to then play a game like real estate, like what, with what, what I do. So that's, Kind of like the way I would think of it. Now, so you are the hiring manager for your health team. Yeah. What exactly, just to get specific, because I'm curious, what exactly would you look for? Do they need a college degree? If so, what degree is preferred? You know, what other type of experience would you, you know, be like, oh, that looks like a really good candidate there? They don't need any degrees or anything like that. They, um, you know, I have this kind of list of qualities that I feel like align well with me and it allows me to be happy and like really enjoy who I'm working with because once I lock in with somebody, you know, we're driving the business together and communicating together almost on a daily basis. So they've, you know, I, I like somebody whose their work ethic is unquestionable. They can work 12, 14 hours a day and not blink. That they're competitive. You know, they they want to win. Um, that they're, um, I like sarcasm. So <laughs> I want somebody who has a sarcastic humor that doesn't get offended easily and you know, it can, can dish it out, but it can also take it too. I want somebody who's a team player that loves working with teams, but also can be independent in, in their nature. Like they don't need to be told what to do. They can proactively look at, hmm, I got to I gotta look at this. What What's my next action item that I need to take and not relying on, oh yeah, I'm just waiting for somebody to give me direction. You got to be driven and independent in nature for a business like this to work. And um, those are the, the main, you know, sort of qualities. They're more, a lot more character traits than they are. Like I didn't really list any individual skill sets because I can, right. we can teach, we can teach skills. I mean, right. we can teach, how, we can teach how to sell. We can teach how to market. We can teach all of that. That's all very, very replicatable and teachable. What I find hard is to teach character and to teach work ethic, and to teach drive and motivation. Those are hard things for me to teach. If I have those raw components, I feel like I can take somebody from, you know, where they're at to, you know, a very significant level of income and success. Yeah, no, that's really great. And I love the fact that you listed it that way. And that's where the interview process becomes very interesting, because you're trying to capture or gain insight onto their character and 
you know, those things you rattled off there, you're trying to find that as you interview folks. So that's a very interesting thing that you probably have to, you know, you're probably a pro at it at this point, but it's, it's neat to see that it's just not a list of certificates or degrees or this, that, or the other. You're looking for some of the things that you see day in and day out that makes them successful. So that's really cool. Yeah. And you know, a lot of it is a sorting process too. Like I can't, there's a lot I can't project. I I don't know how they're going to show up until they actually show up. Right. So, I mean, look, it takes a couple hundred bucks to get started and and I'm going to find out within a few weeks of what they're made of and what they're not. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we just give, generally give the benefit of the doubt and then let them prove themselves. And if I feel like they're working hard, then I'll put effort into them. If I feel like they don't care that much, then I don't care that much either. Like, go figure out and do something else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. Well, are there any current projects you're working on that you would like to share? Well, we just launched or are about to launch. It's been in two years in development. It's had some, like anything, projects. They always cost uh, quite a bit more, and they take much longer than what you are expecting to get them done. We've developed an online body transformation challenge um, software complete with web uh, websites and just this whole system that I'm launching here January 1st, which is great timing. So it's going to be um, probably this podcast will already be out, but it'll, you know, it's, it's coming out very soon and we're going to be able to have a, inside of that, we're going to be replicating 21 day challenges. So every month, on the first of the month, it'll start and open, and then this, on the 21st, it closes. So people have three weeks to change their their before and after pictures, their body as, as much as they can, and then whoever shows the biggest change, not the best ending pictures, but shows the most progress in that time, then they can win cash prizes. And so we use this as a platform to – generate new clients and also to help our coaches, you know, facilitate, um, you know, their businesses and to grow faster. So that's again, two years in development. I'm very excited. Finally, it's ready. It's, it's yeah. a lot to get here. <laughs> Took a while, but you're, you're, uh, you're at the finish line just about, or at least the launch right. point, right? Yep. That's right. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, what's a way our listeners can learn more about you and your businesses? I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Facebook is just Jack Gibson. I also have Instagram. It's my body transformation coach on real estate side. It's uh, high return real estate.com is our website. We pretty much send everybody to that. So um, anybody, you know, they personally want to reach out to me. Uh, you can put my um, contact info in the show notes and yep. they can um, grab my contact info and, and email me or, or even, you know, call me up. I don't, it doesn't matter however they want to do it. You know, I'm very reachable. Awesome. Well, thanks for uh, taking us on your career journey today, Jack. Yes, thanks, Greg. Really appreciate the opportunity. I love talking to this um, age group, this audience. So you guys that are listening, you know, um, you, you have such an awesome opportunity in front of you with today's technology and the pace of which business is growing. It's just un- unlimited potential that you guys have in front of you. So go let it rip and design and create your extraordinary life. Thank you for listening to Learn From Others, where we help others succeed by sharing success. Where will our next adventure take us? Subscribe to find out. If you know of someone who has a cool career story or occupation, contact Greg through Instagram at Greg Stanley LFO. That's G-R-E-G-S-T-A-N-L-E-Y-L-F-O. And we will see you soon as we learn from others together.